Hey beautiful people, you are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life and of course growth. I am your host Ifeniwa Moronike and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this, I hope your day is going super duper well. So by the time this episode comes out, it will probably be a day before my birthday. So I thought, let me give you guys 21 things I've learned turning 21 in 2021 so I have my list of things here 21 things let's get stuck in because 21 things can be quite a lot but let's get stuck in I have changed my location for recording so I apologize if you hear some background noises just you know ignore it and just (laughs) um, do your best to ignore those distractions so let's get stuck in shall we okay number one I really learned especially during the quarantine period in 2020 the importance of taking care of your body as the temple of God. You know, God's word says, honor him with your bodies. So that includes what you wear, what you put in your bodies, how you treat your bodies. Are you exercising? Are you eating things that are poisoning your body? Are you eating things that are bringing you life, energy that's building your muscle, that is allowing you to live a long life? Like, I know when I started and people were like, oh, why are you trying to lose weight? Your size is fine. And I was like, I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm trying to treat my body well. I want to feel alive. I want to feel stronger. I want to feel healthier. So I started taking certain things out of my diet. I brought down my consumption of carbonated drinks, fizzy drinks to a low. I mean, there is a ton of sugar in those things, guys. It's practically the same as just going to your cupboard and just scooping up sugar into your mouth. So I brought that to a low. I started exercising regularly. Me and my sister actually started off with um, Chloe Ting. She was really popular back then, I think, during a quarantine period. I think she still is. But, you know, most people were kind of bored. So that was the time to, like, you know, start doing things that you've been putting off for a long time and procrastinating. So we started off with Chloe Ting. We don't do her so much. But at least I've tried to cultivate the lifestyle of working out. And unfortunately, as school started again and after the quarantine period, I kind of backslid a bit. But, you know, it's a work in progress. I've just learned that exercising is not just a thing to lose weight. It's not until the doctor says, oh, you really need to do this or else you are really taking a hit to your health. No, even before that, or God forbid that even happens, let's take care of our health now. Let's do the work now so that we don't reap the consequences of poor eating habits and poor health habits later on in life. So I just learned the lifestyle of eating healthy and exercising. Yeah, it's supposed to be a lifestyle, not just a one trick thing to just lose weight. All right, so that's take care of your body, eat healthily, exercise, and of course, sleep well. Anyone that knows me knows I do not play with my sleep. But that's actually before the quarantine period. I always try and get my hours of sleep in. Yes, sometimes I wake up at crazy times to like maybe study, especially when I was in school, but I would always make sure I get a minimum of seven hours or try to get a minimum of seven hours sleep. All right, number two, being introverted is not an excuse. I remember when God called me into this, you know, podcast and social media And I was like, I can't do this. You know, I can't do this. You made me an introvert. I am an introvert. I do not know how to socialize very well. I have a very small group of friends. I'm not great at social media. I don't even have a following. Like, I remember when I started my Instagram, I think I had like 60 something followers um, because I deleted it and I, I opened it again. And every sign God was giving me is that's not an excuse. I'm putting you to this. And I know why I chose you for this. I didn't make a mistake by choosing you. Yes, you're an introvert. Yes, you may not be good at socializing. Yes, you may not be great at social media. But I've given you a voice. I've given you a gift and I want you to use it for my glory. And I realized I can't keep using introvertedness as an excuse to not manifest God's purpose for my life. I can't keep using it as a crutch. It's not a crutch. Being introverted is not a crutch. It's just a personality trait that you need to learn to use in the right manner. So I enjoy personal time. I enjoy time 
with um, you know friends and family and I enjoy time by myself as well doing my thing but I need to learn how to balance it because life is not just about me there's something God has put in me to put out there and whether I'm introverted or not I need to put it out there and so I've been learning I can still be introverted and still be bold and still be confident and still speak my mind and speak the things God has put in me so being introverted is not an excuse okay so introverts out there who know God is calling them but are too scared or think they're too introverted I'm using air quotes here you're not being introverted is not an excuse it is not a crutch you go for it (laughs) okay so number three of things God has been teaching me or has taught me don't rush independence it's a gradual journey something I've been learning pretty recently I think because for the past maybe four years I've lived away from home I went to my sixth form was a boarding school then I did a another program away from school my uni away from school so I've been learning a lot about you know independence and because I'm not in the stage where I'm fully independent but I'm also not fully at home so I've been in that kind of limbo area and I have been learning to actually enjoy getting help from my parents and getting advice from my parents but just not to be too in a rush to try and let go and to let go of my parents hands like they're there for a reason God put them in my life for a reason I have my entire life to be independent this time when I still have my parents to go to at any point in time why not use that opportunity because there's going to be a time when I've got people that I'm going to be responsible for, fully responsible for. So why not enjoy this opportunity? Yes, I can be independent. Yes, I can do things for myself. But also don't forget that I also have the opportunity to go back to my parents if I need help. I don't have to force independence and feel like I can't go to them anymore. I'm already about to be 21. I can't go to my parents when I have a problem. No, they're there for a reason. Utilize them. And I've really enjoyed this time of my life where I've been really getting closer to my parents as well it's really helpful like for advice and things you may be surprised sometimes your parents have the best relationship advice and you may think no no come on like especially us with Nigerian parents but they have experience so some of their experiences can teach you so much they have so much experience so utilize that utilize them have sit down talk to them like you know what was your childhood like what were you like when your teens out and about are you sure you were this goody two shoes okay don't say that okay (laughs) but like use your parents for their information their resources they're there to provide for you so just you know embrace this time of your life where you can still go to your parents for those little things it's awesome actually number four be wise with your time i actually started learning this probably in my sixth form years most people know i was very schedule bound people like would make fun of me like oh isn't it your bedtime now because i i legit had a bedtime i know it seems very rigid yours doesn't have to be that rigid but just use your time wisely you guys can check out my episode on productivity oh i hope you guys can't hear that and then sad in the background i'm so sorry but um you can check out my episode on productivity because that would be very helpful for something like this using your time wisely i really had to shame procrastination during my sixth form years because it was not easy there are so many things that the devil was trying to distract you with and i'm not going to allow that to happen because there is a season for everything um ecclesiastes ecclesiastes does anyone else have a problem pronouncing or saying that um um, in god's word it basically tells us there's a season for everything a time to sow a time to reap so the time that i need to sow and time i need to study it use that time time i need to reap rest sleep use that time okay so number five forgiveness is actually for your own good leave your baggage in the past so i have an episode on this i thought it would come out before this but um i had to re-record it 
well, I'm going to re-record it because the sound quality was pretty bad. But yeah, forgiveness is for your own good. Learning to forgive. Forgive yourself, but also forgive other people. You know, my grandma says this thing. It's like when you don't forgive someone, it's like you take... And my mom says this as well. It's like you taking poison and expecting the other person to die. You are harboring so much anger and bitterness and keeping it within you. This is poisoning you, not the other person. In fact, that other person is living their life. They are chilling. And you're the one that's harboring anger and bitterness towards someone who doesn't even remember you, probably. Or doesn't may not even know they did wrong. So forgiveness is for yourself, for your own peace of mind, for your own rest. And technically, it's in the word of God. God tells us to forgive those. I mean, if we want him to forgive us, his word says, forgive those who have sinned against us. Same way that you forgive us. Forgiveness may not be fun, but it's in the word of God. Right, so number six. I also learned the dangers of comparison. Everyone's life looks different. Live your story. Fainwa, live your story. Bro, live your story. Sis, live your story. Especially, you guys also know the story of when um, all my friends went abroad. Um, you know, I got my admission to a school in Canada. My top choice as well. And things just didn't happen. My visa just, they just didn't respond. And I was looking at everyone else's life on Snapchat. Because at the time I didn't have Instagram. I was looking at everyone else's life on Snapchat and, you know, the things they would just post randomly. And I would just feel so uncomfortable. I was like, my life is... Like, I would just keep comparing my life and I would hate it because it just seemed the life they're living is the life I... We all plan to live together. Like, we all planned, this is what we're going to do when we get to college, da, da 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 And it just seemed that didn't happen for me. And was that painful? Yes. But I had to learn that God's path for them and his path for me are completely different. I can't keep trying to live someone else's journey and expecting different results. I need to live my life according to God's will so that I can reap the fruits he has ordained for me, not for anyone else. So that's something I've really learned. And I thank God that I'm in such a good place. I mean, sometimes it comes. Sometimes I still feel like, oh gosh, wouldn't it be great if I, you know, still went to school in Canada. But most of the time, I'm so happy. Like, I'm, I'm actually very happy where I am now. I wouldn't be doing my podcast if I did go. But um, all glory to God. He, you know, he knows the best. And I thank God that he maneuvered my life according to his will. So number seven, trust God's plan. He knows what he is doing. We think we know it all. And let me tell you, no, you do not. Okay. No, you do not know it all. You think you do because it's your life. It's my life. My truth. Okay, that's another episode. This whole my truth thing. There's only one truth. I mean, if truth is subjective, is that really truth? No, that is an opinion. But um, that's another day. That's <laughs> that's another day. So it's my life. It's my truth. All that stuff. Actually, God knows everything about us. He knows where he's taking us. He knows what he has planned for us. But sometimes we think because it's our life that we should be the ones to take control. Okay, trusting God may not be easy. But it's actually the best thing for us. Because his word says, trust God with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all things, submit to him and he will make your path straight. I've been seeing why trusting in God is the way to go because I've been seeing the fruit and enjoying the fruit. And I'm so glad that I did trust in God and not force my own plan into my life. So trust in God because his plan is always better than yours. He sees 50 steps in advance. He sees 10 years in advance. You only see this now. You don't even know for sure what's going to happen in the next five seconds. So why not put... Our trust in him who has the map, who knows the directions, who can drive. We can't drive. We have no map. We have trashy direction. So <laughs> I think God should take the wheel in our lives. All right. So number eight, being Christian doesn't make you invincible. The true test of faith comes during hard times. You can be Christian and still have issues in your life that can come up and really shake you. In fact, that's testing your faith. That's the true test of faith. 
being Christian, God does not promise a perfect life. In fact, his word specifically says that we will face trials. We will face trials. And then Paul now says, I'm even happy when I face trials, that we should be glad to face trials because it's testing that we'll grow in faith, that we'll know God more, that we'll be able to build ourselves in a relationship with God more. Being Christian is not supposed to equate to a perfect life, but it does equate to a life with more answers, to a life with open eyes, to a life with peace, with joy. When you do get into trials, you have someone you can lean on, who can lift you out, who can take you through compared to just doing it on your own and to going through life's trials on your own. All right, so number nine, from the way this looks, I think this is going to be a two-part episode, okay? Because we have already gone quite into time. So number nine, do not limit yourself. Do not limit yourself to who you were. Do not limit yourself to your lack of abilities or your weaknesses. Sometimes we believe some things are too big for us. We believe, no, that's reserved for a certain amount of people, certain type of people. Like, we should not be saying, I don't see why we as Christians should be saying stuff like, nah, that kind of influence, that kind of success is for this group of people. That's not for me. I'm I'm a simple girl. I'm a simple guy. I come from a normal background. That's not the kind of life for me. Why are we limiting ourselves? Or something like, oh, I just became Christian. I can't be speaking about God on social media. That's silly. I need to build myself in Christ more. That may be true. You may need to build yourself in Christ more. But why are you saying I can't do God's work because so, so, and so? You haven't even tried. You haven't asked God to build you. You haven't asked God to equip you. And I always say this thing. God equips the called. He doesn't call the equipped. He doesn't call you because you're perfect. He calls you because he will add everything you need to do his work. It's not that you have it already. I mean, someone like Moses who he complained to God like, you know, I'm a stammerer. Like I've got a speech impediment. You know, people aren't going to listen to me. God still called him. Moses had issues with his anger. God still called him. Unfortunately, that anger, you know, led to his downfall. But God still called him. Yes, he allowed him to have a helper, which is um, Aaron. And so God can bring people in your life to help you. But God called Moses. God is calling you. Do not limit yourself because you believe I am inadequate. No, God called you. No one is perfect. And Paul says that, in fact, I'll brag in my weaknesses because it's in your weakness that God truly comes out, that the power of God truly manifests. When someone sees someone who's been so shy, so reserved, so quiet, and they're doing something so powerful, people are like, whoa, this can only be God. Or if someone sees someone who, back in the day, they lived quite a reckless life, They weren't living for God. They weren't living to glorify God. And then people see them in 10 years time. Whoa, this person is transformed. Then they know, no, this is God. He or she did not do this by themselves. This is the power of God working in them. Don't limit yourself to your weaknesses. God's strength will be shown through your weakness. Even if you feel like I'm inadequate, any place you feel like I'm very weak here, I've got issues with my anger. I do not know how to speak. I'm not very social. I've got bad people skills or I'm too forward. Some people, it's a different thing. I'm too forward. I need to know how to, you know, bring it back a bit. Then you can ask God. He will equip you according to the calling he has given you. He's not going to throw you into a bunch of things and just leave you. No, he's going to equip you with everything you need to fulfill that calling. Okay, so number 10, 
and maybe the second to last one for this part one okay so number 10 the importance of the content i consume wow has god been teaching me or has he been teaching me the importance of the content i consume i used to love i used to love rap music i used to love um some of my favorite artists like chris brown tiger um i used to love a lot of that side of music and then i was looking at the lyrics i'm probably gonna do an episode on this um i was looking at the lyrics and some of the things even i watch and i was like i'm trying to live this life and these people are promoting this other type of life i'm trying to live a life for god but they're promoting a life for the devil how do i expect to live a life for god when i'm listening or consuming content that is glorifying the things of the darkness or the things of the devil i really learned how impactful music and media is people can get possessed through watching certain movies people can be overcome with lust by watching certain movies and it can lead them to sin certain things you watch and listen to will influence you surely maybe not immediately but once you're consuming these things on a regular basis definitely 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 and so we need to be so so careful on what we consume i really learned that because I learned, there was even a time I watched this um, KSI video. I remember I used to love KSI Sidemen. And then I realized as I was watching, so just so you know, it's not just music, it's media, like things you watch. Um, I was watching it and then I started swearing a lot in my head. And you know when you swear on your head, sometimes it comes out accidentally. And most people know me, I don't swear. I don't use curse words. But I realized I started swearing a lot in my head. I was like, if anyone, this thing's implementing. You think it's just a joke? You make some crude jokes. I'm like, yeah, it's just a joke. But literally, it started affecting my mind the things that would pop up in my mind the things i watch sometimes you watch something that has a lot of sexual scenes and you start these things start flashing out in your mind and you're like whoa where'd that come from um it came from what you watched yesterday so i had to start putting certain things aside things that did not align with my life in christ i had to start putting them aside now of course that doesn't mean we need to segregate ourselves from society no we can still enjoy things that may not be like christian christian content but as long as it's not content that's glorifying the devil, it may still be glorifying, oh, um, family unity. You know, Christmas movies, loving movies about working together, having fun, da, da, da. I still watch those kind of things. But I'm not going to watch anything that's going to poison my spiritual life kind of thing. Or listen to music that will poison my spiritual life. Again, it's not about secular music or worldly music or not. No, it's just I'm going to watch anything that I consume. You know this... You know the same way they say you are what you consume in terms of if you eat a lot of junk food, you're going to start seeing the manifestation of that. The same way you are what you consume in terms of what you listen to and what you watch. So be vigilant with the content you consume because it will surely affect you. Maybe you can go through some of the things you listen to, some of the things you watch. What Netflix shows are you listening to? For example, there are certain things I don't watch like horror movies. I'm not going to watch anything that is going to start bringing certain spirits into my life. <laughs> no, I ain't doing that. I am not doing that. And I know some of you guys will be like, no, chill, chill. But I'm serious. Like, there's certain things I'm not going to allow into my life. I'm not going to bring certain spirits and certain dark themes into my life. I'm a child of the light, so I'm not going to do that. Um, but yeah, that's in the conversation for another day. So we're just going to end it here for part one. Part two will be coming out next week. So part two of 21 things I've learned turning 21 in 2021. We've done up to number we've done up to number 10 so we're just going to start from 11 next episode 
So I really do pray you guys have an amazing Christmas. If you're not able to spend Christmas with your family, I know during this time there are some issues like um, traveling and COVID restrictions and just it's expensive to travel this time of the year. Um, If you can't spend Christmas with your family, I pray that you still have an amazing day. I pray that God will still give you comfort. You won't feel alone because God is always with you. And um, I just pour some love to you. God bless you guys. And don't forget, oh, Spotify has a new feature. So you can actually rate on Spotify now. So Spotify and Apple Podcasts, don't forget to rate and write a review. I would love for you guys to share it as well. If there's anything of these 10 things I've mentioned that you feel like would be a blessing to someone in their life, then for sure, share this podcast episode. You know, spread the love, share the love. Wish someone a Merry Christmas. And, you know, call someone. Just spread love this season. God bless you guys. Merry Christmas in advance. Bye guys, have an amazing week.